welcome to the Academy of General Dentistry podcast series featuring Dr. George Schmidt. Each episode features experts in the field of dentistry who share insights and inspiration to help you succeed. Let's get started. Hey, Dr. George Schmidt here, your host for the AGD podcast series. Welcome back. And we've got a very special guest today, Dr. Mark Maltrude, president of the AGD Foundation. Hey, Mark, how are you? Doing great, George. Uh, thanks for the invite to uh, to present at the uh, your podcast, and congratulations for taking over and and doing this for the for the AGD. Uh, they couldn't have picked a better person. Well, thanks so much. Really appreciate that, Mark. And again, thanks for coming on. So, for those that don't know, Mark, uh, Doctor Maltrude obtained his dental degree from the University of Minnesota School of Dentistry. He currently practices in St. Paul, Minnesota with his daughter, Rachel, at the Minnesota Center for Minimally Invasive Dentistry. He is committed to continuing his postgraduate education, and he participates in over 250 hours of continuing dental education each year. He also instructs other dentists nationally and internationally on minimally invasive aesthetic restorations. He is a member of the American Dental Association, the Academy of General Dentistry, and the Minnesota Dental Association. Dr. Maltrude is a board member and president of the Academy of General Dentistry Foundation and a founding member of the Academy of Biomimetic Dentistry. He is also a member of the World Congress of Minimally Invasive Dentistry, and he consults with various dental manufacturers on their products to continually improve the quality of dental products available to his patients. So, Mark, before we even get started, I just again, I want to thank you for your contribution and your service to the foundation and, and, and taking on the role as president, because uh, that's a, that's a big task. And we certainly appreciate that. So uh, also the, uh, for those that don't know, the Academy of General Dentistry Foundation is the philanthropic arm of the AGD established in 1972. The foundation aims to improve the oral health of the public and support the efforts of the general dentist and the AGD. The primary focus is oral and oral pharyngeal cancer awareness risk factor education, and diagnostic training for general dentists. If you think about it, clearly, general dentists are the first line of defense against oral and oral pharyngeal cancer. The American Cancer Society's most recent estimates for oral cancer and oral pharyngeal cancers in the United States for 2023 is that there's about 54,000 new cases a year and about 11,580 deaths from oral cavity or oral pharyngeal cancer. Overall, the lifetime risk of developing oral cavity and oral pharyngeal cancer is about one in 60 for men and one in 141 for women. And so, Mark, if we think about the number of patients we as dentists see in the office each day, these figures are really impactful, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I firmly believe that coming out of this whole COVID uh, pandemic that we've all lived through, uh, we're starting to see uh, more of an expression of cancers. And some of the doctors I've been talking to of late, uh, whether their radar screen is up a little uh, higher or their heightened alertness, uh, I, we're starting to see uh, more cases of oral and oral pharyngeal cancer. And frankly, uh, we in dentistry have, have kind of had a, a little bit more of a myopic view of the human anatomy, and we've focused on you know the lips and and uh, internal parts of the mouth looking for oral cancer. And the reality is, 
we as general dentists can step back and take a look at our patients and ask them questions that would lead to our helping patients diagnose uh, oral cancer or oral pharyngeal cancers earlier. And, you know, asking the proper questions that, uh, you know, tickles in the throat and dry throat and, and difficulties in swallowing and things along those lines that are kind of outside of our area of normal uh, view. You know, we pull tongues to the side and, and take a look at that, look at the, the oropharynx and, and the buccal and mucosa and floor of the mouth. And we, we always, it seems like we've always done that, but the reality is we need to be stepping back and helping our medical doctors take a little more of a uh, panoramic view of the human anatomy to, to make sure of, uh, you know, that, that we're identifying things early because the earlier we identify it, I'll tell you the, the better the prognosis is for the patient. No question about it. And, you know, you, you mentioned uh, that uh, uh, awareness, I guess, is the, is the best way to put it. You mentioned, uh, you know, trying to make our, our membership more aware, but also we we try to make the uh, the patients more aware of what we're doing and, you know, and given my idea of what's happening there. So from an awareness standpoint, I know there's some some good stuff out there for the practitioners, such as the video and oral cancer toolkit. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm, we're really proud. The foundation is, has uh, been working in the last years, uh, you know, and I've seen it. It started before I entered the, the foundation or joined the foundation, um, and it's uh, escalated now in the, the most recent years. But we have helped create a, uh, an oral cancer toolkit that people can uh, basically go to to get the information that they need to help educate patients. Uh, we have some, some videos. In fact, uh, we funded a program at the, the uh, Washington AGD was so kind to be able to uh, work with uh, a, a young doctor to do a video on oral and oral pharyngeal cancer screening process. So that if for some reason the doctors in the group want to take a look at uh, this screening video, they can learn the entire process. Uh, you know, sometimes in dental school, our minds aren't in the proper place when we're learning certain things and we need to be refreshed. And the Academy is wonderful at refreshing people on uh, techniques. And I, I don't think the, the screening has changed as much, but our scope and view has probably changed. So this video by the Washington AGD, which uh, you know, we have uh, been given permission to use uh, on our website it is phenomenal for being able to take a look at uh, how to do these screenings. Well, I really want to say that I've seen that video and it is a fantastic resource. And I would encourage, you know, our listeners to seek that out. It's on the HD uh, Foundation website and Dr. Marltrude will share that uh, with us. Um, but there's also, of course, yeah, like, as you mentioned, the oral cancer toolkit that's available to the constituents, I believe, as well as the individual membership. So those are two really great resources. Um, one of the things you just mentioned was screening and, uh, we've, uh, the, the foundation has had a history of putting on and supporting screening at the scientific session, right? Right. We've been doing screenings at the scientific session since 2014, and uh, we screened a significant number of people. In fact, uh, what was it? The 2000, um, 
must have been 2021. Uh, anyways, there was uh, at whenever we were in Connecticut, I'll put it that right way. before the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, before the pandemic. Um, when we were in Connecticut, we had uh, 365 uh, screenings that we did at that meeting. And it was, uh, it was a fantastic experience to go through. And we worked with students and faculty and, and doctors from the Connecticut area, from Connecticut schools. And, you know, fortunately for us, we did not find one uh, bit of oral cancer, but uh, we did it on the floor not only of the uh, scientific session, but we did it for the the people that were involved with the casino, Mohegan Sun Casino. And uh, last year we did the same thing at Rose and Shingle Creek. And so we saw over a hundred people uh, at Rose and Shingle Creek. And, and a lot of these people are, are probably not getting in and seeing their dentists on a regular basis. So it was an opportunity for them to have a, a local, you know, a, doctor from the area, do some screening. And when we do these, we always set up with the ability to refer them to pathologists or refer them uh, to oral surgeons to take the uh, the biopsy samples or general dentists that are in the area that are willing to do that. So we always team up with somebody to be able to do it. And we'll be doing it again this year in Las Vegas. Um, also on the, the convention floor, we're going to be be there on Friday from, uh, I guess it's 11 to 2 that we're going to be open on the convention floor, and we're going to be doing screenings. Uh, we're utilizing Nevada-based uh, dentists, and we have some wonderful people that have volunteered. Uh, we don't have enough quite yet. So if anybody on here is from Nevada or knows one of the Nevada AGD uh, members that would be willing to participate from that 11 to 2 time slot, uh, we would love to have them contact the, uh, the AGD Foundation and uh, come in and, and, you know, we love their donation of time and their expertise. Yeah, last year in Orlando, I had the good fortune to uh, participate in the screenings and it really was very well run. Uh, we had a, a fairly good turnout. I don't know what the numbers were, but we had an oral pathologist there. And you know, the folks that came out and were screened were very, very appreciative uh, of the efforts there and uh, and what we were doing there. So um, I think that's fantastic, Mark, that you know that you're uh, letting folks know that we're going to do that again this year in Las Vegas and and we really do need some help there. And so if anybody is a uh, Nevada licensed dentist, we'd love to have you come and volunteer some time. And I think Mark, it's not an all day commitment. You can sign up for a shift, right? And the shifts are shorter and they're only an hour or two maybe. The shift uh, this year, because of where we're at with Caesars, they're whatever their department is that's in human resources, I would expect. We just weren't getting uh, the specifics down. So uh, the foundation board decided that we were going to limit it to just uh, what we were going to do on the uh, convention floor. So it'll be specifically between 11 and 2. That's the only shift that we're going to have at the uh, at the Caesars Palace uh you know, annual scientific session meeting. 
So it's not a huge time commitment, and it would be greatly appreciated if we could uh, could get a few more volunteers. We probably have, uh, I think we specifically have two, possibly a third, and we have all kinds of other volunteers, but all we can do is administrative stuff because of the licensure requirements in the state of Nevada. So uh, yeah, if anybody knows dentists in the Nevada area that are AGD dentists, and I guess they really wouldn't have to be an AGD dentist either. Um, if they want to donate to the foundation their time uh, coming to that meeting, we'd love to have them help out. Absolutely. And speaking about, and, and staying on the topic of the uh, scientific session, uh, former NFL star Jim Kelly is going to be the keynote speaker. And Jim Kelly is a uh, multi multiple survivor of oral cancer, right, Mark? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, this couldn't have set up any better. And, uh, you know, having Jim Kelly there is phenomenal because he has a, a story of survival to tell. And, um, you know, it's the sad statement is that a significant number of people don't survive the, the ravages of uh, oral and oral pharyngeal cancer. And, um, you know, for Jim Kelly, uh, he's had multiple exposures to it, multiple experiences. And so he's got quite a story to tell. So it'll, it'll be great to have him there. And we're hoping to drag him down onto the convention floor also, uh, you know, where the, where all the vendors are to get him involved. But, you know, we'll, we'll see how that works out, but uh, we'd love to at least get some photo ops with him. He really, and he really is a great speaker. He's a great motivational speaker. So I think we're all looking forward to that. So, you know, that's really uh, awareness on the national level, but the uh, but the foundation also partners with local constituents to bring awareness and projects uh, to local regions, right? I know a few of these have gone on in, in, in recent times. New Jersey, for one, had one last last week. Mark, how would, how would folks who want to uh, participate in something like that or would want to run a cancer screening in their local area, how, how would they go about doing something like that? Well, first of all, um, you know, if people want to get in touch with us and learn more, uh, the agdfoundation.org is where they would find us. And they can communicate through that uh, website with the foundation. Uh, they can donate to it. They can, you know, get information. But when it comes to the constituent level, uh, part of our mission is that we uh Put out grants, and in fact, over the years, we've put over two hundred twenty thousand thousand dollars worth of grants uh, from the foundation to be able to run different things, from uh, you know running events to full screenings to, and it doesn't have to be the constituent. Even though I think that's where we need to start, is get our own constituents to apply for grants to be able to, uh, first of all, learn how to run an oral cancer screening event, and then also to uh, get some financial support. I mean, we have the ability to help fund and, and get them connected to uh, vendors and people that they can, so they're not having to come up with money to be able to to pay for gowns and lights and different things that are all involved in these screening events. And so uh, opening up later this summer, 
will be the 2024 round of uh, being able to to ask for a grant money. And there's a grant application process that you can go go through. And uh, you can't quote me completely because I don't know, uh, but I believe you can get access to that grant through that agdfoundation.org website. Yeah. And, you know, these kind of events are always, uh, they're tremendous community service. It's a great way to give back. And as you said, Mark, there's always folks that are willing to come out and support with products and and, and various things like that. And, and there's money available to do these kind of things. And every year the foundation gives out, uh, gives out grants. And I think you mentioned it, it's the end of the summer where the new grant applications will come out. Is that right. Correct? right. It's, we'll, we'll be announcing that whether it's in impact or during whatever the uh, the weekly and daily uh, announcements that we get from the, the AGD, that as we open up our emails, we we get the uh, the announcements from the AGD. We will be uh, giving specifics on how to apply for the grants, and uh, I mean that's that's our main goal. First of all, we want to we want to get donations to be able to keep the foundation solidly viable and to give us the ability to put out as many grants as we possibly can. We, we want these events to take place because we want to have an impact on our patients that haven't had the opportunity to be screened for oral and oral pharyngeal cancer. And you mentioned, yeah, and you mentioned, uh, you know, funding and donations and things like that. And of course, uh, you know, being being a philanthropic nonprofit, the the foundation is is always looking for support. And and here's how your support, you know, is going to be used for things like awareness, for things like oral cancer screening, for things like grants, um, and maybe some other things that I'm not aware about, Mark. But I mean, it's it, it, all the money that comes in is, in my opinion, quite well spent um, going out. Uh, so that's really well, good stuff and all. Go ahead. Thank you. I mean, that was that's that's very kind. And and I mean, you think about it that uh, that video that we were talking about and and you said was so good from Washington. That was part of a grant program. And so I would uh, you know invite the audience uh, to even think outside the box a little bit. We're not tied into doing oral cancer screenings and doing doing things. I mean, it's it's uh we're wide open to new ideas this foundation board and i am very proud of the members that we have on it at this point in time fantastic group of individuals who are donating their their time and efforts and you know we're all donating financially to the foundation also and uh you know we're open to ideas of how we can really impact uh, you know, the screening and education and anything that's related to our mission at this point in time, which is the oral and oral pharyngeal cancer. So, I, I mean, I'd throw that out there. If someone has an outside the box idea of, of where the grants could be used, bring it on. We'd love to hear it. Um, you know, we're, and we're always looking for people in that have expertise in certain areas that would have interest in coming on to the board. Uh, I was invited uh, to be to join the board 
probably because of my industry contacts and being able to reach out to industry members. And then all of a sudden I, I got thrust into the leadership roles within the foundation. So I haven't really been able to reach out as easily to, uh, to my industry contacts as, as what uh, I think everybody had, had planned when they thought, ooh, we should get Mark on the foundation board. You know, because I've been involved with leadership at the academy and many of our members, such as yourself, have been involved with uh, different levels of leadership at the academy. And we know how it runs and we know how it works and and we can identify people. But those that have ascended to leadership roles are limited. And we have, you know, 40,000 members that if we have people that have expertise in a certain area, or a knowledge base, we'd love to have them apply to uh, to join the foundation. Uh, that's I'm I'm putting that plea out there to people also that we want to be the best foundation that we possibly can be and have the most impact we can on the population. So uh, you know, it's there's an open invite for people to to put in applications to become members of our uh, foundation. We're always rolling three or four people off each and every year. And we need to fill those slots with, uh, with members that are, you know, committed to our mission. So, so I know that cycle, uh, is there a cycle for that? that you have to apply at a certain time. I guess we'd just go on the website. It'll be on there. If someone was, was interested in applying to become on the board, how would they go about doing that? You know, it's another one of those things that we announce as we move through the year, we announce in the AGD publications, uh, the opening of the um, applications for board members positions, and, and that, uh, you know, we'll inform people that there are certain members that are rolling off the uh, board at this point in time. I mean, I think we just had to put... Uh, four members on. And I think the next time it'll only, I think there's only three, if I'm not mistaken, that are rolling off this next time period. And so there will be room for people to come on, come on board. But I think it's also important. Uh, I think it's also important to point out the Mark, the message from what you just said there is that, you know, being on the board is a bit of a commitment. So there's some time commitment involved in that. But that doesn't mean that the board doesn't want to hear from you or the foundation doesn't want to hear from you. As you said, if you've got something to contribute, if you've got an idea, if you've got something that's things going to work, uh, I am sure that I am sure your board would love to hear from folks. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and there's more than than one way to to donate to the to the foundation. It doesn't have to be financial. Um, financial is fantastic. Don't don't get me wrong. We love when we can get somebody to uh, to commit to helping us financially. But you know, you could literally take on the 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 role of running a cancer screening uh, in your area in your constituent. Um, you could, if you've got something that you want to donate to the, our silent auction, which we run at the annual session, it'd be fantastic to be able to get some item that you're willing to part with and, uh, you know, have it as part of our AGD foundation uh, 
we we have a fundraiser called the silent auction at the annual scientific session and it's been over the years quite successful i mean if we have people that have uh, and we've had anything from lectures that people have donated that they will go and lecture to a group uh, for generally as travel expenses so that we could have constituents that would uh, buy those lectures from the silent or bid on those lectures from the silent auction. Um, there, there are items that people can donate for the silent auction. I know last year I, I donated some uh, hiking sticks, walking sticks that I personally make. I'm going to do the same thing this year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that uh, it doesn't cost me anything but time. And, you know, I have a little bit of a passion to work with this wood. And, and so I'll make a few of the walking sticks and, and then consequently I'll donate them to the foundation to be able to get people to bid on them. And, and that ends up making the foundation some money. They don't, you know, they're donated to them, to the foundation. And then it's, it's bid upon at the silent auction and it's all pure profit for the foundation. So if people have items, I, I mean, there's, we have just some really unique items that people can bid upon and you don't have to be at the, the scientific session to bid on these items. You can go online and take a look at them and bid from afar and we'll ship them to you, whatever, you know, we'll get them to you um, that you could buy things from the silent auction. That's a great point point you make there, Mark, because uh, all of these things come up on a site, an app, if you would, right? And everything's listed on yep. there and you can do that right from home. You don't have to be at the scientific session. Uh, and, and I would say over the years, I've seen some really great stuff on there. Everything, like you said, from sports tickets to walking sticks, as you've donated, great courses on there. So not only if you're a member, uh, a constituent member or, or just a general dentist and have a great course you'd like to donate, but we'd also like to encourage the constituencies to really look this up and, and see, because you can get some great courses at very often a discounted fee. And the money that's uh, the money that's spent for the honorarium goes to the foundation, and so you're really you know you're really doing a great job of supporting supporting the foundation. So Mark, Mark, let's let's shift gears a little bit. Talk to me a little bit about this new website. So we have a new website for the foundation. I mean, for many years we were associated, I think, with the VAGD, but the foundation has a uh, has a brand new website now. We just launched it, and I'm really proud that we do have this new website because uh, it allows people to get access to many of the things we've been working on over the last years. And uh, I've got to give kudos to the our our group that we've uh, hired over the last few years to be able to help move the academy forward. They've done a phenomenal job. And, you know, the, the only issue I have is the, the, our executive director that we're working with uh, works for a company that is ADG and we're AGD. And I'm telling you, it's been nothing but me fumbling, uh, fumbling a D and a G constantly. Um, but uh, they've been fantastic and they've helped us launch the website and it also uh, launched the toolkit. 
Um, we've been working on that for a while. In fact, I'm I'm really proud. My my daughter stepped up and and took a lead role on that toolkit uh, over the years, and um, you know she she has helped. Uh, the person that probably drove it the most was Carol Wooden, who's the one of the past presidents for the foundation, and and I I would be remiss if I didn't call her out on this particular uh, project. Um, she's done an absolutely phenomenal job of uh, getting information together and collating uh, piles and piles of information that we were able to put onto that toolkit. And the toolkit is not just for dentists. It's at this point in time, it's, probably more designed for dentists because we are, or I am a dentist and we are dentists, but it's also for uh, patients so that we can direct them to the patients. So you can go into the portal as a doctor, a dentist, or as a patient. And then ultimately what we would really like to do is also get connected with our medical uh, doctors so that they realize that we have the ability as dentists to impact the health of their patients and that we can work with the, the medical community to make sure that they uh, that that uh, the patients are being seen quickly and that uh, we're diagnosing and it, you know asking for biopsies from whoever, and uh, giving a resource to our medical compatriots that uh, that we can help have an impact on this uh, cancer. It, it's, it's something that, you know, George, um, I, when I graduated from dental school in 1983, it was two years later, I had a cousin that was just in, he was in uh, college. And he uh, was diagnosed with oral cancer. And I had been trained to scan for oral cancer. And to be honest, I came out of dental school and in my comprehensive exam, it wasn't as comprehensive as it should have been. But once my cousin Tommy ended up, uh, you know, it became intimate to me when my cousin uh, ended up with oral cancer. And he made it five years and they told him he was cancer free. And three months later, he was dead from metastasis. And I'll tell you, that drives you forward for the rest of your career to have something like that happen. And I found some patients early on that had cancers and we were able to help them, uh, you know, survive for a good long period of time and ca caught things early. And that helps reinforce why we should be screening patients. And, uh, you know, it's these, these stories hopefully, you know, help some of the doctors out there that are listening realize that, that we have an impact and, you know, we should be proud of what we do and, and be doing it for each and every patient. Every time we see them in the office, be looking, do a, a, a cancer screenings don't take that long. They really don't. Um, and, it, and we should be doing it for each and every patient at their hygiene visits at least 
and always be looking for something that looks suspicious. Yeah, we always um, have we always have plenty of patients that have health issues and things of that of that nature. But but as you said, when it's a friend, when it's a family member, when it's when it's an oral cancer, it really does it really does hit home. Oh, and and right now, you know, I'm 66 years old, and uh, you know, my friends are probably the my group of of people that I deal with the most are from 55 to 75. And, and they're in the prime zone for seeing uh, oral and oropharyngeal cancer, even though we're starting to see it in younger people constantly now because of, you know, sexual patterns and things that are going on and, and the HPV virus. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's actually starting to skew to those younger crowds. But one of my best friends last week sent me a note saying that he had, uh, had literally a unhealing sore on the side of his tongue and and he pushed he's a dentist and he pushed hard to get into a cancer center and yes uh, I got a note from him yesterday that it was oral cancer it's down into his lymph nodes and I'm praying that uh, they get stuff done quick because uh, you know I don't want to lose a, a good friend and so that type of stuff hits home and it hits hard and everybody, you know, we can all help people. And uh, that's that's what we're all about with the foundation. We really are, Mark. We really are. Uh, thoughts and prayers are with your friend, of course. Your friend, of course. Um, Thank you. I think I'd be remiss in not saying hats off to your daughter as well for helping with the toolkit. She's done some some great job, a great job with that, and and of course we really appreciate that. You know, we're running a little short on time, but but not only I do want to get to this. Not only does the foundation have a, a new website? Uh, um, but we also have, or they also have a new bulletin board, right? It's a bi-weekly newsletter that comes out, a digital newsletter that folks can subscribe to, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we launched that and, and sent it out to as many people as we had in our donor list and tried to reach out to all the members of the uh of the academy, but uh, we're we're kind of limited of a little bit of of who we can reach out to. So if anybody's on this podcast, um, they can can uh, get added. They can get subscribed. Uh, there's the AGDF. Uh, basically, uh, AGDF at adgcommunications.com, and that way they can get. There was that A-G-D-A-D-G issue that I have. Um, but anyways, it's A-G-D-F at A-D-G-Communications.com. And uh, they can subscribe to that bulletin board. Uh, and it's it's basically about, uh, we made a, a decision uh, to kind of draw a line in the sand and move forward. So we're calling it, it's a new day at the AGD foundation. And uh, I think we're trying to educate people about who the foundation is and what we do and how we do things. And uh, being on this podcast with you, George, and it was very fortunate for us that you got asked to, to do these podcasts and uh, you know, we had just rolled you onto the foundation board. So to the people out there, I got to tell you, we're honored to have George as part of our, uh, part of our board of, of directors for the, uh, 
for the foundation. And, uh, you know, it's guys like him that uh, allow us to, to be successful at what we do. Well, I mean, thanks, Mark. I really do appreciate your kind words. And uh, um, I, I really do think it's a tremendous cause. And, and as I as we opened, uh, you know, it is the philanthropic arm of the Academy of General Dentistry. We can't lose sight of that fact. It's such a worthy cause. There's so many people that we directly see every day that we can make a difference uh, in some lives and save some lives. So it's, it's so important. And, uh, you know, the foundation does ask for, for your support uh, in whatever way you can give it, whether it's a, it's a monetary donation, no donation is too big or too small, whether it's uh, donating to the silent auction foundation or your time uh, volunteering in any one of a number of capacities, we would, we would really uh, appreciate that. Um, and, and again, it's just, it's just something that, uh, we all have the ability to really make a difference in. Um, I also do want to mention, uh, that, you know, of course the foundation is also on social media, right? Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, for many of those, it's just the Academy of General Dentistry Foundation or at foundation, uh, uh, AGD. Um, Mark, I don't know if you have any of the other ones, LinkedIn and YouTube, I think are on both of those too, right? You know, what we'll do is we're going to push that stuff out through the bulletin board and then hopefully some of the AGD uh, media outlets that we have, whether it's Impact or General Dentistry or the daily blog that comes out. Comes out um, we'd, we'd like to get that information out to people. For me to repeat those names on, on line here nobody's going to get it so just be watching out for information that's being pushed out from the foundation and uh you know i i just really want to thank you for for letting us uh spend this time together and i want the members out there because i would expect that if you're listening to this podcast that you're you're a member of the agd and i want you to realize that the foundation is the AGD. I mean, we are part of the AGD and we are uh, the philanthropic arm of the AGD. So we would love any support that you could uh, could do for us. Just like George said, whether it's uh, financially or, or donating time or items, uh, it's, it's gonna be good for the foundation, which is good for the Academy. Absolutely outstanding. And uh, Mark, unfortunately, we're out of time, but I just want to, again, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast, for sharing some great information for all that you do for the foundation and for all that you do for the Academy of General Dentistry. So, so thank you very much. Really appreciate that. Thanks, George. I appreciate uh, you stepping up and taking on this role because it's, it's a, it's a big commitment and uh, you know, you do a lot of stuff for this organization and I just want to tell you, thank you. Well, thanks, Mark. And I'd also like to thank uh, our producer, Kristen Gover, Communications Director for the AGD. And if you like what you heard, please like and subscribe to our channel. And you can always find us on the AGD app, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. And if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or suggestions, contact us at news at So thanks again, and we'll see you next time.